Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hey guys, it's Dave from the show. Hey, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. These are some really great people and some really great companies that have really helped to make this podcast so successful. Vanguard is a maker of some amazing tripods, hunting packs, binos, shooting sticks, tripods, photography gear, and much more. These guys really know what they're doing and you should definitely check them out when you get a minute. Rax Inc. Get your favorite bow brand hanger from Rax Inc. Even uh, a BHP edition they have, which is really sweet, and that would be really cool if you guys had that. Absolutely send your pictures with those. We'd love to love to see that. Uh, Rax has got you covered with whatever brand you are using as your bow, and uh, they'll have a hanger just for you. Stealth Cam. Stealth Cam is a maker of some absolutely incredible uh, trail cameras, and if you're looking to get your camera game on this year, this is what you need. Uh, so you can see what's going on in the field. Uh, you can even go wireless with these guys. They got everything you need uh, right there at their website. Skull Hooker. Skull Hooker is one of the newest sponsors for BHP, but these guys, man, they are making some incredible European mounts for your animals. Uh, these mounts not only give you a creative way to show off your prize game, but also a versatile way to hang those mounts and get them all over your room. It's going to be really cool. You guys got to check them out, see them on the podcast. Really, really cool. Latest sponsors, Beyond the Ears, which is a pro shop located in Oxford, Michigan. Uh, they carry great products, including bows, accessories, binos, clothing, cool and much, much more. And oh yeah, if you are not in Michigan, that's okay because they have a sick website that you can buy all your your gear from and everything you need. Uh, Definitely check out Beyond the Ears. Really cool people. Really, really great shop. And uh, you might even see us there sometimes. So definitely check out our events to see when we might be there. And last but not least, Crossman, makers of some of the best air guns in the world. Not only does Crossman make air guns, but they also make archery gear as well. Make sure you check them out online and, uh, you know, help get a kid outdoor shooting today. Crossman gives you those perfect opportunity products to do that. Crossman really gives you the ability to get kids outdoors and help pass on the heritage that we all love. Uh, You can find all the links to these great sponsors at the bottom of each episode. So click away and show your support for the podcast and these cool companies that help bring it to you. Now, on to the show. 
All right. Welcome to the BonerPlanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight, and I am interviewing one of the coolest people in the industry uh, for a company, a little company called Bowtech, and that is Mr. Jeff Suter. Uh, I'm going to get Jeff on the line here in just a second, but um, while I do that, go ahead and listen to these two videos that Bowtech put online uh, about some of their amazing accuracy in their bows and some of the reasons why they feel you should buy a Bowtech bow. So uh, uh, check this out. The fact that you're here today means that you may be shooting a different brand of bow and you're interested in learning more about Bowtech. So we thank you for stopping by. We all know how tough it can be when buying a new bow. And it doesn't help when manufacturers are telling you what they want you to focus on. Things like a bow with low vibration, a quiet shot, or maybe all you need is just a smooth draw cycle. Heck, some bow manufacturers are just trying to make the bow look as cool as possible in hopes that that'll do the trick. We don't play that game. So we surveyed thousands of archers, bow hunters just like you, that shoot across all brands, not just Bowtech. And we asked them what was the number one attribute they'd like in a new bow. The number one answer by far was accuracy. So why aren't the other big archery companies talking to you about accuracy? Well, they didn't even ask you what you wanted. Second, they don't have the ability to achieve the level of accuracy that Bowtech can. With the Realm and Realmax, you get the patented overdrive binary cam system, the most tunable and accurate cam system on the market. It's as simple as that. Think about it. When you go to your dealer, you're usually shooting a bow with maybe just a rest or a sight. Usually a distance is not any further than 20 yards. We all know that any bow on the market can do that. The real test comes is when you get your bow home, you put your accessories on it, and you start dialing in at distance. This is when people start to notice their groups are really opening up. And it only gets worse the further that they get out. With the Bowtech Realm and Realmex, you get the most accurate and tunable bow on the market, regardless of what distance you're comfortable shooting at. This is when most people realize that they got caught up in one attribute when they could have had them all. But they got tricked by the marketing hype and what the manufacturers told them to focus on. So when you're shopping for a new bow, check out the Realm and Realmex, the most accurate bows on the market. If you don't, you may be testing your dealer's return policy. Do you ever wonder why some companies only focus on things that make a good impression while testing a bow at five yards on the archery range? We wanted to find out, so we asked thousands of archers what they want out of their next bow. And accuracy was the number one response. So why would the other guys just focus on lack of vibration, speed, or even just a cool looking bow? Because that's all they have. Bowtech designed the whole package in the Realm and Realm X the optimal balance of precision accuracy, smooth draw, and ultimate feel. That's what matters most to you, so that's why we built them all in. Want to know more? Click here to find out everything that over 50,000 bow hunters told us. Mr. Jeff Suter, welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. So what is going on at Bowtech? You guys have been really um, going through the stages here of, of putting out some amazing product this past year with the Realm, the Realm X, and uh, all the other great lineup. But, you know, there's a lot to be said about these bows and, you know, the accuracy of these bows and how you guys do that. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that, uh, that system and how, you know, what, what it takes to do that as a company? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me actually start like why we even go down the road of accuracy is, is our lead for all of our bow designs real quick. Um, we, we could take the typical positioning of telling our engineers, which are great at what they do, and we could tell them, hey, go in that room, come back with the product, and we'll market whatever you come up with. 
Um, we don't take that necessarily. We actually take a different approach. We look at it from the consumer's perspective. So the, over the last 18 months, two years, in fact, we've been asking archers of all brands, really. It doesn't matter if it's just Bowtech, it'd be Matthews, Hoyt, PSE, Bear, all the major brands out there. We've been in communication with them, and we've asked simple questions of what do you look for most in a bow? And by far, the over, overwhelming response is accuracy. So we knew we were onto something this last few years and started really with the the award-winning rain series product of making sure that that was at the forefront of our product design, but more importantly, that that's what we could provide to the consumer. So we tell the engineers that's the main goal is to provide the most accurate bow on the market. And luckily we have patents around some of our cam systems that allow us to do things that is kind of difficult for other bow manufacturers to do. Um, and that is to give the straightest flying arrow out of a bow. And we can kind of get into specifics if you want to on some of those things. But I wanted to share that with you because that's that's what's at the forefront is that we ask consumers, we listen to the consumers, and we provide products that support what they're asking for. Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously uh, one of the best things people love about Bowtech. There's no doubt about that. Um, these bows, though, I feel like they've... they've um, I don't want to use the term realm twice here, but they put you guys in a different realm because the realm is so accurate. It's such a great shooting bow. I'm actually using that bow this year, and it, I, I'm more than happy. And you know I shoot a lot of bows in the industry, but I definitely picked the realm out uh, from a lot of the bows, and I was happy and excited to shoot that bow this year. And it is so smooth, and I, I, there's something about it. I can't put my finger on it, but the bow is just – it's got what it needs. You know, It's like, it's like the perfect – hard-hitting bow and and when we talk a little bit about accuracy um i i feel extremely accurate when i'm using the bow so i I never doubt that i'm going to hit where i'm aiming uh once i'm dialed in at all and i love that about the bow i think that's really important to talk about because years ago when i had other bows i had had issues of bows jumping or um you know it's just a little bit off right and that little bit off could mess you up you know it could give you a gut shot compared to a lung shot or you know a lung shot compared to a heart shot whatever you're aiming for right or just under you know in, in the nose zone or whatever but i you know i guess the, the, it comes down to technology and how Bowtech does it you know and it, it's it's really impressive um but i guess from your standpoint uh, where do you see this going you know i mean it, you, obviously you've been in the industry a long time um how does it get any better in this jeff that's that's the, that's my question <laughs> that we we get that question often and i'll kind of address what you were mentioning earlier is in the fact that that bow just shoots really well for you and you feel very confident and you're extremely accurate with it we get that response a lot um, when we haven't dove into, well, why is that necessarily? And, and to your point, it is the technologies, but the light bulb's starting to go off for a lot of people and understanding the distinct differences between a bow that shoots really well, and our, everybody makes a bow, at least the leading competitors make a bow that shoot really well. Um, that's what drives us to continue to lead in our accuracy goals. And a bow that has the capabilities to give you the straightest flying arrow period. And the light bulb that's starting to go off for people, and, and part of it's it, it, the efforts that we're putting into play is understanding what technologies actually do for you. And I'll go right into it for you if that's all right, Dave, is we are moving the string to fit the consumer's shooting style compared to moving a rest. And at first, a lot of people go, you're crazy. There's assumptions out there that bows are just supposed to be accurate anyways. But 
the common things you constantly hear, and I know I have certainly dealt with these previously, and I'm sure you have, especially exploring a lot of different products over several years now, is little things like my field tips aren't hitting where my broadheads do. And a guy could be shooting all season with field tips, and he's like, great, I'm shooting fantastic. He puts on a broadhead, and all of a sudden his arrows are hitting high right by six inches or whatever it may be. Um, that's a common story that we hear. And, and that really comes from the fact that your string is not lined up perfectly with that rest that should be squared to that riser. So we take that very seriously going, if that's the case, to your point, it's a matter of inches sometimes with the success of harvesting an animal and not. And we want to be able to, to shrink up someone's groups at 20 yards but also we've noticed people are more comfortable, and this is up to their own um, comfortability in, in shooting, but they're more comfortable to shooting distances of 30, 40 plus yards because their grouping stays extremely tight. And that goes back to our technologies with the overdrive binary system. And at the end of the day, I kind of, I kind of put it in a small analogy when we start to go through it because it's, it's new to them. It's just an awareness to a lot of consumers to go, what do you mean move your string? Like it's not supposed to move. I'm supposed to move my rest around. Well, really, if you, if you just move your rest, it's almost like having a rifle barrel and you shoot a rifle and you're hitting left to your target. So you bend your barrel to the right at the very last second and you shoot it again. You hope that bullet just travels down that barrel and just slings out to the right a little bit. It wouldn't make much sense. People are like, don't move, don't bend my barrel, my rifle. Let me just move the buttstock over to the left or the right to get me in a perfect straight line. That's what moving your string does on a bow. It realigns where the energy goes behind the knock, so it's always in a perfectly straight line. Forget moving your rest. Um, but it's not systems that's easily done for people. So you look at a bow and you go, man, I don't know how to do that. That's not a problem. That's what your dealer's for. And a dealer would be able to to get you shooting bullet holes at short distances and walk that paper out to longer distances and continue to shoot bullet holes because of that fine-tuned adjustment of that split harness we have on our overdrive binary cam systems. That's the accuracy that we're after. And what a smooth system it is. That's <laughs> that's the one of the best advantages of that system, in my opinion. Obviously, you guys have, um, you know, it's comfortable or it couldn't be aggressive. It just kind of depends what you're looking for. But um, Right. So... That being said, I guess what is what's going on at Bowtech today? Like, what are you guys? Are you guys already working on nineteen and twenty product? Like, how does that work? I guess for for you guys in in these stages as of right now, as we're about to hit opening day here in Michigan. Well, I can tell you, we're never stopped developing or, or coming up with ideas for new products. But we're typically two years out on most of our product designs, and some of these things we throw them against the wall and and see if they're going to work for us. And we vet them out internally. And we know, hey, that's not quite ready to go to market, so we table it. And some of them go, yeah, this is going to work. It's the next evolution in, in our product design. Um, and we're fortunate enough to have pretty good success with most of our products um, to date. So we are currently putting to bed all of 2019 products. And we're just doing what most other companies and most people do right before you're ready to, to launch for the year. It's just putting the finer, final touches and our market positioning and how we're going to go to market with some of our products. Um, and I'm happy to say that we'll be pleasantly surprised that there's uh, not one, but potentially two bows to be looking at going into 2019. 
Um, you can share that early. For, you're the first one to, to hear that outside of our four walls. Um, and so we're, we're excited about that, but the, the 2020 products we're, we're constantly working on right now, and we're out to 2021, 2022 with some really unique developments you know, from the R&D perspective, which we're just thoroughly testing in our, in our R&D facility as we speak. So, so, Jeff, speaking of that and speaking of the future of archery, uh, I guess, where do you see it going? You know, I, I understand you can only tell us so much you're allowed to tell us, but as a general rule of thumb and not, not saying that, you know, only from Bowtech, but like, where do you see this going? Do you see bows hitting an actual 400 feet per second? Do you see bows getting smaller, bigger? I guess, what is, what is your perspective from your own personal perspective of where you see this, this industry going with the way bows are, are, are made today? No, no, good question. I and mean, we even look at that internally like, man, what can we do next? We've seen like we've done everything we possibly can. So I think you'll see a couple of things. Um, I think you'll see small refinements on products and there is just a natural barrier. You can't get a physically, you can't get a bow to shoot past a certain speed. So I think you'll see companies creep to that, what we call our efficiency level and you know you're in the mid 80s early low 90s already it's going to be very difficult to get much further than that um, for speed wise so what you will see though is refinement in products so when you get to these speeds of these 350 plus speeds potentially you're going to see a bow that actually feels like you're shooting a seven inch brace height 60 pound bow compared to a 70 pound bow necessarily um, so that's going to be a refinement that I think you're going to be seeing in the industry. I think the the thing with us, we do have some material things that we're testing out and looking at that, that may be an incorporation of potentially um, mixed materials, things of that nature, that it would be neat for anybody on the market to have. So, And I think most manufacturers are probably playing with that. So I think you'll see, and this could be several years down the road, like five, ten years down the road, um, just the natural progression, like you see, you see in vehicles, you know, that used to be steel framed only. Now you have aluminum frames and you have just different materials being used. I think you'll probably see that the introduction and teasing out of that process across all manufacturers. Um, but I think for us, more importantly is understanding again, what the consumer is wanting. So what you'll probably see from our perspective is us reaching out and saying, we've provided you accuracy. We've provided you smooth drawing bows we've provided you different materials what is it now that you're looking for and it's going to change as new products come out um you know the realm we've we've done very well with the realm and the realm x in fact the realm x is is outsold the realm it's a little longer bow so people are wanting a little bit more performance and stability there and they've told us that's what they're looking for so we kind of shied away from this shorter axle to axle where uh, great for maneuverability and versatility, but as they're wanting to reach out and touch something, it hasn't necessarily translated to that when you get too too short of an axle. So we've actually went the other direction because of the consumers. Um, but to to have the crystal ball is really tricky because because the, the market changes so quickly. Um, I look at it from two fronts: it's what manufacturers put out there and how they market it, and does that catch people's attention? Or do you ask the consumer what they really want and go provide that product for them and, and share that they that you have done that successfully? So That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of, just looking back on it, when Boner Plant started in 2009 uh, till today, uh, what I personally seen is, is uh, I feel like 
most of the companies have hit a sweet spot on the weight of bows. Um, they used to, they were coming down for a while and they seem to go back up, but they're definitely hovering around 4.2, to 3.8 to 4.2. Yeah. I would say that right. all the limbs have come in. They gotten fatter and shorter. I would say there's been uh, a lot of development inside the, the riser itself with adding the cage type styles where you're seeing that inside the riser. Um, that's definitely changed. I would say I've seen a lot of uh, technology in the uh, uh, cable slides. Those have changed a lot throughout the whole industry Yeah, uh, from a cheap, simple thing to a very sophisticated piece of machinery that's been added to all the different bows. Um, which is cool. And then obviously the cams, you know, the cam systems have gotten great. Botex cam right now is just unreal. So it's really hard to, in my opinion, to change something like that. Once you have something that's that good, uh, it would be kind of not a great idea to change the horse that pushes the carriage type thing. <laughs> right. And right. you guys have, you've kept that, that binary system now for a couple of years. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy about that because it's so good. It, it's tricky, and I know it's tricky for you guys too. Deciding on when to make a move to a new one or try something different because that gets a little bit uh, crazy there as well. And, and let's talk about the cam a minute, though. Um, yeah, is that something you guys kind of are looking for future stuff? Like you already have a couple different options for the future, or you're like, you know, what I mean, like because I know can development's not easy. I hear a lot of a lot of stuff about it's very difficult. So um, how does that work for you guys? No, no, it's a great question, and and. Cam is you nailed it on the head. It is it is the engine of your bow, and we look at cam systems long and and we want to make sure that what we develop goes out to market is a true benefit to that consumer. And again, there's a lot of misperceptions around what a cam's supposed to do and how it's operate. Um, a lot of people think it's just like tires on a car. Hey, I put the tires on. I'm supposed to go straight down the road. That's not the case with the cam system. Um, I, I, it's kind of funny you mentioned the, the binary system. I mean, the binary system's been around since 2005. That's when we first introduced that system. And then we had the evolution of that was the overdrive binary system, which was on the award-winning Destroyer 340 and 350 models, which was 2010. So we've, we've had this overdrive cam system for about eight years now. And that is the natural evolution of that. And, and the big things, I always call it three boxes, Dave. It's, it's, you have to have three box, you have to check three boxes in a cam system, ideally. The first box you have to check is they have to be the same on the top and the bottom. If your cam's not identical in every way, the same size, the same shape, the w- same weight, there's no way we can expect them to operate the same. If they can't operate the same, the chances of them shooting the straightest arrow is not very high. So, you could imagine if you turned a bow sideways like a crossbow, you wouldn't put a massive cam on one side and a different shaped low weight cam on the other side and pull that crossbow back and expect it to operate. It's just not going to happen. So a bow's the same way. Um, so if you can check that box, you're doing really well. And we we feel we checked that box extremely well. That's where that's what really was the the brainchild of binary cam systems. The second thing you have to do is link those two cams together. So Again, I like car analogies, as you could see. But if if you had uh, the tires on the back of your car work independently when you gave the the car gas, you you punched the throttle on the on your vehicle, and one tire decided to turn and the other one didn't, it's gonna be it's gonna go down the road, but it's gonna be hard to kind of track. So you have to link them together, and that's box number two, and that's that's what binary does. And other other systems and other manufacturers have caught up to that, and they they offer systems very similar to that. 
Um, but the third thing that's probably the differentiation between us and our competitors is the simplicity to adjust the string. And that's that, you mentioned it earlier, that's the split yoke system. So when you look at a bow, it can be confusing in any bow, not just ours. And that's, but that, what that split yoke system really does is allows the cams to have what we call cam lean and you put a little twist in the cable. It just moves the cam over left or right on the top and bottom, which effectively moves your string over left or right. That's when you're going to get those that increase in accuracy. So to answer your question, the evolution of that cam to refine that process um, is not an easy task because you don't want to give up those other two boxes. You want to maintain symmetry. You want to maintain them being identical. You have to have them tied together to be the most effective they can be. So you're looking at that and going, man, that is the engine of my product. You you don't want to screw it up, <laughs> especially when you have a good thing when you have a good thing going for sure. So um, I I can tell you we're always playing with it. And we are making sure that we're leading in that in that area for sure. Um, and I know for a fact we have stuff on testing block right now. I've I've seen it. I've played with it. It's it's pretty darn cool and revolutionary. But um, it's just a matter of time until we're ready to take that stuff to market. We want to make sure it's right before it gets to market. Yeah. No. No. For sure. I think uh, you know I've seen a lot of the companies in the industry. I've seen companies create cams that in my opinion they look nice they look great but man talk about a hump to pull it over the wall you know what i mean like it, it's just crazy to me and it's like it, it does an opposite effect where you know if a user takes this this bow and they try to draw it and they're like man that's pretty rough it's got a lot of power but it's going to be kind of rough you know and and i to me what i've at least found since i'm getting older in age now not old but as i'm getting up there I, you know, in my 20s, it was all about, you know, really in my 20s, it was a cost was a big deal to me. Um, it was a cost, it was uh, accuracy, and but, you know, also maybe like 70 pounds, you know, pulling some power. But now my focus is literally comfort's number one. So the, the realm for me, comfort is like number one. I got that thing set at like 55 pounds, you know, like, and I know it's still hitting hard even at 55. And so that's my number one. So I'm like, I want comfort and I want a bow that shoots decent speeds. Uh, you know, and I want all these different things that, that make sense. Um, and, and I think, you know, you know, there's one thing I, I almost forgot about this. I wanted to bring it up real quick because I, I forgot about it. The clutch grip. Can you tell us a little bit about this grip? Because, you know, this thing looks revolutionary in many different ways. And it's one thing it I don't want to say it's been overlooked, but every time I talk to Todd on the show, I keep forgetting to ask him specifically about the clutch grip. Yeah. Well, I'll answer your one question about that. You know that with the cam, then I'll hit the clutch grip for you. The, the cam, is, you, you said it well, I think, is everybody wants the bow to be the most accurate. So check that box, right? But the second thing they look for when you go, what else outside of accuracy, what are you looking for? That's where it varies. The consumers, and we, we surveyed over 50,000 bow hunters, just like you and I. And we said, what is the next best thing you're looking for? And, you know, hoping for a singular answer doesn't exist. It's, I would like to have either speed or performance. I would like to have a very smooth draw cycle. Um, or I'd like to have stability for longer range shooting. So there, it changes a little bit. So that's when you asked about design. You know, it's like, well, what is the masses looking for in that? And what, what can we produce without jeopardizing that key thing, that smooth draw cycle? And you're aware, but may, others may not be, the smoother you typically make a bow, 
the less speed you usually would get out of it because you're you're just not a, you're not holding energy as much uh, not to get too technical on you but if you're not holding energy as much um, it's going to be smoother because you don't have to hold that 60 70 pounds and i'm i'm right with you dave i i switched from 70 pounds when i was in my 20s i thought that's all i'm going to shoot this is great i'm tough i'm i can do this i shoot my bow right at 60 pounds and it, it blows through anything i just took actually i took a nice deer here in Oregon and I shot a nice elk the next day. Luckily I got fortunate enough. God bless me to do both of those things. And they're shooting right through these animals. So that doesn't bother me as much anymore. Um, so yeah, the cam is an evolution, but it's, it's definitely feature sets. And that's why we put things on like power shift technology. So if, if you need that smoother draw, just flip the little disc on there and you basically have two bows in one. Pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah. So absolutely club the, the grip, um, the grip is actually something that it has the ability and we haven't brought to market this yet, but we know we're, we're going to produce this here shortly that has the ability to take, it's a modular system. So basically you could pop that grip off. You could shoot at bare riser, which some people prefer. They like to tape the riser and take the grip off. You can shoot this kind of flat back gripped that's on there currently on the realm and the realm X. But we we'll, we most likely will come out with like a rounded style grip that's a little bit more um, comforting for certain individuals that grip a bow a certain way. And then we're looking into I'm just I'm just sharing already information that's first for you to know again, Dave. <laughs> is uh, <laughs> we're looking at the potential of moving you know grip styles around if you shoot a high wrist or or whatnot if you're more into a target style grip that we can provide that and you can put those on your hunting bows. Um, and then you'll probably see that that module type of a design go across more products in the future for us as well. So it's really about customization. Just like you said, what you look for in a cam, we're trying to provide you those those things you're asking for in the grip as well. Yeah. Now, when you guys are, um, and that's amazing because I'm really excited about that. I had a feeling you guys are doing something along those lines with it. Um, when you guys are looking at the size of a bow, uh, like let's say a 28-inch compared to a 34-inch bow, how do you guys make the determine? Like, I guess what sells the best? I guess that's a, that's a more generic question. Like, in your opinion, you know, do people like twenty eight inch bows, or do they think it's too short? You know, I guess I've always wondered that. I always find myself in a thirty to thirty two inch range generally. Yeah, we have sold. I can't speak for the other manufacturers by any means, but we have sold the majority of our products in that thirty to thirty two to maybe thirty three inch axle to axle range, even up to thirty four. Um, the, the shorter axle axle bows certainly do have a place, but, and especially if you're a shorter draw, draw length individual where you don't have such a, a strong angle on your string, um, you can imagine if you are making this up, but if you had a 28 inch or 27 inch axle axle and you were a 30 inch draw or 29 and a half, that's a long ways for that string to go. And your, your sharpness of the string angle is, is very high. And so that that creates kind of a what I consider more of a little squirrely feel to it. It's not as stable as if you had an axle to axle that was closer to you know thirty or thirty one inches or whatever it may be, thirty three, thirty four. So it does have its place though. It's not to say it doesn't. If you are looking for the ultimate maneuverability, I'm not trying to sell other people's products here for them, but. Um, you could see why you'd want a really short axle to axle bow. You just have to look at what you're sacrificing on the other side. Um, if you're shooting, you know, really, really close in a in a ground blind scenario, yeah, it may suffice great for you. Um, but if you're looking to have something that's typically more versatile and and you can actually 
um, increase your accuracy and you don't you're not sacrificing that kind of squirreliness or that short axle to axle balance then um, you definitely want to look at that sweet spot and that for us that sweet spots right around that 30 to a 34 I would say in in most guys that shoot it there's the, the proofs in the pudding you can take the two bows out side by side and it's probably why the realm X is is actually kicked up in sales for us um, and we have we have internal fun bets here Dave we go we don't put a little ten dollars on the line of which bow model is going to sell better and you know i can cheat a little because i can put a little bit more marketing dollars into one but i didn't do that and uh the realm x is is outselling the realm and part of that is is because people are loving that increased accuracy of it and that's a 33 and a quarter inch axle to axle so that's kind of sweet spot now uh i know this uh conversation has been completely geared towards Botech, but i think it's really important to note to people that uh, the other brands you guys own and are, are always working on. I want to say congratulations to you uh, on the Assassin from Excalibur. It, it is absolutely one of the best crossbows on the market today. Um, you guys literally hit it out of the park with that bow, and it's very exciting to me uh, on a crossbow note because I know we have, we were talking compounds the whole time here, but yeah. just throwing that in there, I just want to say that. And then also, you know, all the other brands, It's 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 a very – uh, I guess, um, high quality brand lineup, which is really important to say when it comes to ripcord tight spot. Um, uh, I miss the one in there, black gold. I mean, these are, these are brands that are legendary and, and very high quality products. And, and those are the brands I'm shooting actually on the, uh, the realm I'm shooting this year. And I recommend that to anybody shooting that because those products really uh, cater well with those bows. <laughs> it just it's just how it works, man. It's uh, unbelievable how good they they work together. Yeah, they, they we got very fortunate. They're a very good match with uh high level performing products and when they match them up, you put on a Votech, they just continue to, to perform. So we're we're excited about those brands. They're really independent. Um they we keep our hands off. They run a great business, so we're happy to have them on board though as a, as our part of our portfolio. Yeah, and it's really cool because I, you know, I've worked with the, all those different guys over the years, and they're still there, right? That's one of the coolest parts about it. Um, when I talk with you guys and I talk to them, they're still the same contacts I dealt with. I mean, I dealt with Dustin for years at Black Gold, you know, yeah, and he's, he's such a great person. <laughs> and you know, the product is is so exceptional. You know, we talk about that all the time, and I'm on the phone with them, along with other things like hunting, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, but. <laughs> You know, he, it's just such a great product. And then again, Excalibur, man, I, I just, I don't, that assassin is definitely a game changer for you guys. And I, I do think um, for those out there who are looking for, I guess here's my thing. That's my lineup this year right now. I got the, the Realm and then the, the Assassin. So I have two thing, two options here when I go out. So to, depending on if I'm going with my son or how I'm going, I have that option. You know, one of the things about that Assassin real quick I will throw out um, is that, you know, my son and I are going uh, hunting coming up literally a couple weeks from now, and he is shooting that bow. The one thing that's cool about that bow, it's actually early doe season for me, and for him, he can shoot anything because he's got the youth um, tag. But um, during that weekend, what can happen, and which I find absolutely amazing, is that he can shoot a, a deer, and then I can actually recock it right in the blind. I can reset it up to fit me and shoot another deer literally you know, in 30 seconds, which is absolutely incredible for a youth to use it then to an adult. Yeah. And that's the versatility. We, we, I call the, the assassin, the silent sleeper. Like it's one of those bows that's going to be in the market for a year or two. And then all of a sudden it's be like, wow, this thing's pretty amazing how versatile it is. And you nailed it. 
it's not only the most reliable bow out there probably just with the recurve design to it but it has that modular movable stock so it changes to whatever size a person shooting it and that internal crank is I mean, you, you said it yourself, the kid can shoot it and then you turn around and you can cock it, you can decock it in the field and it's completely silent. Um, that's something you don't always get with, with crossbows. So we're, that bow is going to continue to, to build and gain traction in the market. There's no question about that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've, to me, Excalibur is a brand that, you know, obviously when you guys got involved with them, you knew it was a high quality Cadillac of the, of the car, you know, the crossbow market. And, um, it truly is. It always has been, you know, and obviously they have done such a great job in engineering on that end of shortening those bows, you know, getting them from being, when I first started doing yep. this, they were pretty long. So I, I can understand yep, some people are turned long, off wide and heavy, but man, they did a great turnaround getting those things into that micro size. It's unreal in my opinion, you know, and then they also, you know, it was a little bit, a little bit tough to cock. So they fixed that with the cocker this year. I mean, seriously, it's such great engineering um, just really good forethought, listening to the market, understanding, uh, and putting together a great team over there. So very proud of those guys, uh, and what they've accomplished. Uh, and same with the, obviously the Bowtech team. Tell us a little, real quick, uh, what, what's going on with diamond? Uh, we, we didn't bring that up yet. I guess that what's, what's up with diamond nowadays. So diamond is, is one of those companies that it just continues to produce extremely reliable, um, bows in the market that, People just sit there and tell us that they love them. And so with Diamond, we, we, it kind of produces a lot of bows that fit a lot of different individuals, similar to our philosophy with Bowtech. Bowtech maintains a very high-end um, premium product. Diamond, we listened and said, what do we need to produce? And it's a very wide-segmented audience, um, all the way from you know kids to adults. Heck, some of our bows you're aware of, you can take it from literally... 10 pounds all the way up to 70 pounds, 15 pounds and 70 pounds. I mean, that's that doesn't happen very often in, in a bow. Um, so it covers kind of our people wanting to get into the bow, bow hunting world, individuals who are already there. We have a, a premium carbon deploy with a binary cam system on there, which we borrowed from Bowtech and put into the diamond line. Um, we have just recreational offerings in the line. We have female-specific offerings in the line. So... It's your get it done, you know, innovative product that you never have to have worries about. And if you're that weekend warrior, it's the perfect solution for you. If you're tough on your stuff, perfect solution. If you have, oh, for sure. Yeah. This okay. is, uh, to me, this is the probably the bow I would have bought in my twenties, you know, one of these bows here, because I feel like they're, they're that price point. They're the, they're the market. They have the technology from Bowtech that's been carried over, um, you know, the Deploy SB, we used that a lot last year, and it was a great, great shooting bow, amazing draw cycle, um, very comfortable bow. And I think that's one of the things people I might not realize that, you know, if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you're strapped for money and you can't afford a very expensive, you know, a higher premium type bow, um, these are great options for you. Um, and if you have a child, even an adult could shoot the Edge SB1, but if you have a child that's let's say, you know, really any age, but, um, realistically, if you have a kid that, um, is going to grow up to be a teenager, the SB one offers a huge variety of, of adjustability, which has been literally one of the, probably the best selling bows in the industry for that market. Yep. From my it, understanding, it, it started with that whole edge series several years ago when we introduced that and you know, that it's the fact that that bow is so adjustable 
In fact, we we estimated close to 40% of individuals purchasing that bow are actually adults, grown men and women that are buying that bow because of how efficient it is and how good of a shooting bow it is. Um, it's just, it's not very often you have a product that, that can reach that many individuals from kids to all the way to full grown 30 inch draw length people. Now so, that's funny. Cause I remember that. Cause when we got that bow in, I remember thinking I could actually, I could hunt with this this year, but then it was hard <laughs> to put down the realm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had it, it was hard. It was hard to make that choice, but as a point, uh, easily could have been able to do that. I, I do want to say, and I do want to mention real quick, cause this one's really important to me, uh, is the uh, uh, Atomic Kids. You guys have the Atomic Bow for Kids. Um, that is, in my opinion, one of the best bows to ever come out because what it is really, in my mind, is you took the edge and kind of shrunk it to fit smaller, uh, younger kids um, and still gave a lot of adjustability on this bow. And so like my youngest son uses the Atomic uh, while my older son uses the edge, SP, uh, the edge. So, you know, I think that having this with the colors you guys have in the atomic, that's literally incredible. How, how's the atomic going for you guys? The atomic does extremely well for us. And I think part of the reason that it's doing so well is that it, it is really basically a high end bow that is just completely shrunk down in every area. So, it's not that you're getting a, a plastic riser or a plastic cam or these plastic kind of limbs that you would see on some youth models. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really good ones out there. But we, our philosophy was if someone's just getting into archery and they want to experience something and they want to have a positive experience, we don't want them to get a, a product that doesn't feel just like mom's or just like dad's high-end bow. And that's what the Atomic is. It's a, it's a, premium bow scaled down with to fit uh, smaller individuals kids just getting started and and that's what's i think for us these bows get handed down from kid to kid to kid because they just last and they perform so yeah that atomic it's pretty darn cool and it comes in a lot of different colors so if you're just getting your kids into it you don't have to get camouflage you can get blue and green and orange and purple or you can you want to be just like mom or just like dad you can get the camo or you can get the black version as well yeah it's funny i'm actually on the website right now on diamond archery and i'm I'm watching the video i did for you guys for this and the funny part is it really was a straight up balloon shootout it wasn't like this is staged or anything like i totally did this like this is like it might look professional because we use such good cameras but realistically this is like how it went down you know and i love this video for that because it's so real um, there's nothing fake about it, you know, it's just fun. You can see the kids miss and I mean, but that's the whole part of it, you know, that's just learning, game, right? learning. I mean, Griffin has a hard time, you know, at first trying to figure out how to hold it. But, you know, the, the biggest thing that you'll notice um, as a consumer with these bows is there is a difference between the edge and the, the atomic. And the biggest difference, obviously, there's some adjustability differences, but the biggest difference to me is weight. The, how heavy the bow is so my youngest son there's no way he could hold the, the sb1 or the edge i'm sorry uh but he could oh he could easily hold this atomic and that was one of the issues i tried to have him hold the other one before but he couldn't do it but now my nine-year-old no problem he could hold the the edge all day no you're yeah you're totally right i mean you're looking at the atomic it's it's just under two pounds so that's the biggest thing is is we're trying to get kids to have a good time with it. If you're giving them a bow that's three and a half, four pounds, and it's just smaller, it, it's not going to benefit them. They can't even hold it up, let alone draw it back. So 
but 1.9 pounds, I believe it's coming in at mass weight, that's nothing. And you can have, like you said, little, if they can walk, they can almost shoot this bow, <laughs> the way that we look at it. So um, definitely an advantage, making sure you give quality materials. And it costs us more money to do that. There's no question about it, but um, it makes all the all the sense in the world to, to do it right. And you're right, it is a jump up to that, that Edge SB1. It, that Edge SB1 is, is probably the best value in our entire line that you'll see for a product. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and I, I would say to, to any consumer out there, if you're trying to get your kids involved, literally go to this website, watch the video we did, and do something similar for your children. I mean, honestly, that I, I bought a box of Pokemon cards, and yeah. my kids were into it at the time. <laughs> They loved it, you know, and so what I did is I just put them, I put numbers in there, and if they hit a two, they get two packs. They hit a three, they get three. They hit a one, you know, they hit some balloons, there's nothing in them. So you could choose what that gift is, and obviously this was done a a year or two ago now, so now my kids are into Fortnite, so I guess I have to buy controllers and V-Bucks, but... It's just going to get a little more expensive (laughs) for you, Dave. Yes, but I got to keep them shooting, and these are the ways I've been trying to do it, you know, and try to get them into that mindset of going out and... Uh, you know, learning to do it, but they got the bows. They do it now. Real quick, I'll throw in one last thing on that that subject, though. But that SB one, um, th- that was the deploy SB one was a great bow too. Yeah, so you're you're still getting that binary cam system where that's where you're getting that accuracy out of. You know, again, we match, check the two boxes, right? Um, it's just the fact that that edge SB one is so darn versatile. You're at fifteen to thirty inch draws. You know, shooting over 300 feet a second, 318 actually, you're sub four pounds, perfect axle to axle at 31, so it's extremely maneuverable. Um, excuse me, the draw length was 15 to 30. Your draw weight is actually 7 to 70. So seven pounds to 70, I don't, that's pretty dang impressive. So, yeah, that's huge, all, huge you're, difference. You're decked out at, you know, 449 bucks, three, $399 it sometimes during the year. So. Oh, it's a great deal. Because that's where I remember seeing it, too, is at a local shop. I was like, man, that's a perfect bow. I actually ended up getting this bow for my wife as well as my older son. Um, I got her the Blue Blaze one of um, the Edge SB1. And, you know, uh, th- this was a huge deal because it was easy for me, especially as the, the dad or husband, to make the adjustments. <laughs> Without having to call in Chris or Tech to do anything for me, I was able <laughs> right. to do it all myself. You know, and that's pretty rare to be able to do. You know what I mean? Just to be able to have that ability. Um, but I don't know, man. I, it's been a good year for Bowtech, Jeff. I, I, it's all I got to say that the, all the brands have done well. I'm very proud of these brands. I think you guys have hit a home run with them, to be honest. And I, I you know, if you're out there and you have not shot that realm, you're honestly missing out. So before you buy anything, you need to you need to sit down and shoot that realm. On uh, the Realm Max, those two, especially if you're in that price point and that's what you're looking to pay or, or buy, I should say, a higher-end bow. If not, if you're looking for something to save a little money, definitely check out Bowtech's other bows that might be a little less money. But if you if you need less than that, definitely check out Diamond. Huge variety. Jeff, is there anything else we missed tonight? No, I just say I just uh, reiterate what you just said. I think that's perfect. My philosophy always is, you know, shoot everything. Go shoot the competitors. Shoot Matthews, Hoyts, PSCs. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you shoot the realm or you may be sorry because that thing is one heck of a bow. And if accuracy is what you're after, we think we got you covered. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely don't miss out on that chance to shoot that. Uh, go to your local dealer um, wherever you live. Uh, go to bowtecharchery.com. You can figure out what, where your dealer is, where you need to go. Also, 
Uh, Botex got some really cool promo gear, Jeff. I think you owe me still a code. I need to get. <laughs> <laughs> There's some cool stuff on here this year coming I, I up. I can man. probably squeak a wow. code out for you. We got some cool stuff coming up, and and we will do the same thing when we launch new products. We'll we'll put some new pro some new gear out there at the same time. Yeah, that's cool, man. All right, well, hey, Jeff Suter, thank you so much for joining us. I think it's your first time on the show, so it won't be your last. We'll get back with you later in the year here to see how your hunting season went and uh, talk about some some of the new stuff that's going to pop. Oh. Before we let you go, do you guys have a roundabout date for your launches of the new bow, bow or bow? I thought I was going to get away without having to go there for you, Dave. Nah, you're the one I need to ask. See, a lot of times it's easy for people to push it off, but you, my friend, are the one who makes that call. We uh, we do have a, a hard date picked. Um, I, can t- I can tell you it's going to be within the next... 120 days. How's that? <laughs> Is that too far for That's you? fair. I'm just trying to understand if you think it's going to happen this year or next year. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised what we have up our sleeves. It's Oh, all right. Well, hey, listen then. Promise me this. At least get on the show before you guys do it so we can launch the audio at the same time because that would be fun. You got a deal. Absolutely. You, you've always taken care of us. You do a heck of a job. We, we're just glad that you're... Uh, you invite us onto the program and you just do a heck of a job. I'm glad to be part of it. All right, guys, what that means for the consumer out there is once I know, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we don't talk to Dave until a little bit closer to launch. All right, Jeff, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. It's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Hey, guys. Can't get enough of the Boner Plant Podcast? You need more episodes? Well, check us out on Patreon.com. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast to join the Golden Arrow Club and get exclusive access to new episodes every week. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.